Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Primetime. You are listening to the Primetime Podcast. What's going on? I'm your host, Josh Primus, a.k.a. Primetime. New York City, Brooklyn, New York. We in the building. Stand up. And we're going to get right into it, man. But just before that, I just want to let you guys know, as I mentioned, my name is Josh Primus. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Currently a student at NJIT, communication arts and media major. And I play basketball. And, you know, I'm also into a lot of different things, including music. I'm a big clothes horse. I like fashion. I'm into watching movies. I love hanging out in the city. And, you know, there's a lot of different things I like to do, you know, especially being my age. I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. I just like to live life. But anyways, man, let's get right to it. So what I wanted to talk about was the college basketball season and how COVID has had an influence on the college basketball season. And with that being said, I just want to say that we're all blessed that you know there's a season going on. I've been playing basketball since the age of five and, you know, it's been really difficult, I would say, over these last couple of months since COVID started back in last March. If you guys remember, the season was cut short, and I actually had to end up coming back home and moving my stuff out of the dorms, which was a crazy experience. Uh, but, you know, you learn from it. And with that being said, I want to say that the season, college basketball season, opened up. On November 26th, the day before Thanksgiving. And it was really, really interesting because I saw a couple of postponed games. There were some games coming on. And, you know, I want to say that it's been really interesting to watch college basketball this season on TV. If you guys, any of you guys are fans, are you tuning in? You can definitely see that there's definitely been changes that have been made in terms of just how many fans are able to be in the facility. And what really caught my eye when I was watching TV was just the arrangement that the players had in terms of bench seating. And that was really interesting to see because the bench is no longer really a bench. And they're just isolated seats that are six feet apart from each other and the players sit on them and wear masks while they're on the bench and you're not allowed to take a mask off until you check into the game. The coaches aren't allowed to take a mask off and have to wear a mask all game, which is crazy. And it's, always, it's been an adjustment, I would have to say, because I've been watching and I know a couple of my friends playing and I see that no, the fans, the amount of fans that can be, you know, in a gym or an arena, you know, has been limited. You know, in some parts of the country, they've allowed a 300 fan limit, and for, but for many parts of the country, there haven't been any fans in the gymnasiums or the arenas. What I notice is that they're virtual fans actually in the stands, and. It's been really different because as a player, from a player standpoint, I want to speak from being at home, 
is a home court advantage and you take away the fans, it plays a, a huge role in that. Because as a player, you feed off the energy of the crowd and it's difficult to do that when there's nobody in the stands. It's almost like you're in practice playing and you have coaches and players yelling on the sideline, but there's no energy, there's nobody you know, clapping and screaming and yelling. Obviously, there's virtual fans like I mentioned, but it's not really the same type of vibe and the same type of energy that you would normally have in an arena full of thousands of fans, even for the gyms that are welcoming you know, limited amount of fans in their seating. It's still not the same as opposed to having, you know, thousands of fans or even, you know, over 300, a couple 300 fans, I would say. It's a totally different type of feel. So from that perspective, I would say that it's difficult for players to feed off of the energy in the crowd and really create a momentum. You got to rely on most so, I would say, on your teammates and your coaches, you know, teammates gotta be more supportive on the bench, guys that were quiet now are speaking up more. And the positives that could be taken from this, I would say is that it builds more of a team commodity and everybody has to support each other in order to win basketball games. And I think that that's great. That's definitely a great thing to have you know, your teammates on the sidelines supporting despite the amount of fans or the lack of fans, I would say, in an arena. And you know, there's there's been some really interesting things going on. You know, the NBA this past season had a bubble in Orlando where they only had virtual fans and you weren't allowed to be in the gym. So... None of their players ended up picking up coronavirus because they were monitors that they had to walk around with. And they were COVID tested every day. And you know, it was effective and it worked. So, Kyle, I want to say, with that being said, that college basketball, there's also been something similar. And there's been speculation of actually having a college basketball bubble. Despite students still being in school and the semester still going on, obviously classes are online this semester, so students don't have to physically attend classes in person, which also has been an adjustment. But I want to say that there's also been a bubble that was created over in Connecticut, and it's called the Mohegan Sun Resort which is in Uncasville, Connecticut. And there are about 40 men's basketball and women's basketball teams out there staying over in the resort. And most of these teams are there to play. And I guess it could be looked at as a mini bubble. No, I look at it. I look at it as a mini bubble and also an experiment. Because I feel like if that works out, then you'll see more and more conferences around and more and more leagues will start to will start to create bubbles, I would say. And if it's successful enough, 
Who knows? We may have a national tournament. As you guys know, the national tournament, March Madness, is always held during March in different regions of the country. And it'll be really interesting to see. It's a couple of teams. You know, obviously, I go to NJIT, play for NJIT, so... I gotta say that that's my favorite college basketball team, but my father also went to and played for Syracuse University. And there's an interesting story with that. So, Coach Beheim's son is on the team. As we all know, like, or if you guys don't know, I'm gonna tell you guys that Syracuse University is one of the biggest schools in the ACC or one of the biggest schools in the country and they're known for basketball and not only basketball but just sports in general but with that I just want to say that Coach Beheim's son interesting case was sitting next to somebody with coronavirus and actually ended up getting COVID-19 and at 46%, he was the best three-point or amongst the best three-point shooters in the country. And, you know, he can't even play right now. And he has to sit out until testing positive. Now, what I will say is that athletes, whether it's basketball, football, track, are all being tested for coronavirus weekly. And, you know, due to the number of positive cases, you see a lot of tournaments or a lot of different, you know, games that are scheduled being postponed or canceled on ESPN. If you look right now, you can see that there are a number of games being postponed and canceled. And now that's just due, I think, to the safety. Some areas, you know, the cases are rising more so than others, obviously. And it's, it's just been an adjustment period, I would have to say. And I think we're all just blessed that there's a season and you guys, we can all tune into games, watch games. And it's definitely, definitely been a hard thing to deal, to deal with and to cope with. But here we are. And that being said, Cincinnati... And Xavier are playing today in Ohio. And that game was also rescheduled. They were actually supposed to play last week. That game was rescheduled to today. And my boy Keith Williams plays for them, so I'm tuned in. But I just want to say that that's another example as to the virus affecting the season. So, right now, I don't think that we know personally. I think that, you know, if the numbers can go down and we can just limit the amount of, which is actually difficult to do, I would say, is limit players' exposure to areas where the virus is spreading more rapidly than others. I think that we can have a full season. So, I actually have some boys, some friends that they haven't even played a single game and it's December and the college basketball season started last month but obviously 
know, certain conferences are not under the seasons not playing. Now, this year was interesting because the NCAA issued a statement where each player is able to play this season without eligibility counting. So if you're a senior, you have another year. If you're a junior, you have another year. You know? And I think that was really helpful. Also, players that have the option of opting out this season and not playing at all while maintaining their eligibility, which I think is big. Because um, as we all know, or you don't know, last spring or last fall, last spring I would say, players weren't able to, or seniors weren't able to complete the season and they weren't given that, that eligibility back. And you know, you hate to see that happen, especially when guys work so hard. I can speak from a player standpoint uh, it's really difficult to get a college scholarship and an athletic scholarship at that. And, you know, all years put into hard work, even players with aspirations of playing professionally. You know, senior year is something that you always look forward to. And just to see it taken away was really heartbreaking. Some of my friends, that happened to. And, you know, some people that I know. I've seen that happen too. So I think that the statement that the NCAA has come out with has definitely been helpful in terms of just being flexible and providing players with that option to maintain their eligibility, which I think is really big. Uh, with that being said, I think that it's funny because there's a lot of people I know that are older guys. So now I was actually talking to my brother the other day and he was saying that that he's like, yo, these guys, they don't be really, really old coming up. You know, some of them are old in college and they got another year. And I started laughing. I was like, that's definitely true. You know, I'm like, I don't know. You might see guys like 26 and that's the age limit in college basketball or NCAA, in the NCAA. The, the max age that you can play at is 26. So it's really, really, that was funny. I'll have to say. But... It's crazy. I'm blessed that there's a season. Hopefully, we'll be able to continue the season. And I'm going to be telling my kids about this for sure. I don't know how they're going to take me. I don't know if they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. Uh, or even believe me and say, hey, you know, we didn't have to go to school during uh, COVID-19 time. And... It was online, and you know we watch games online. And we, yeah, we played without without fans. They're probably gonna look at me like I'm crazy. But <laughs> with that being said, it's definitely not just from a basketball standpoint or athletic standpoint, but just worldwide. You know, it's we've definitely been in some challenging and some hard times with Corona. This is definitely a point in history that we can all take and learn from, and continue to grow, continue to stay blessed. And just continue to get better from this. All right. Thank you guys for listening to the Primetime Podcast. Once again, you are listening to Primetime, Josh Primus. We in the building, NYC with it. You guys want to find out more about me, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Josh Prime 5 At Josh Prime 5 You see the drip. You see the basketball life. You see see everything and go ahead and follow that once again thanks for having me yo